Hey friends, welcome to another episode of This Sovereign Life where we inspire you to escape the mediocrity that we've been conditioned to see as success in society and instead pursue a life that is everything that you desire and much, much more beyond your wildest imagination. In this episode, I want to talk about why you should stop thinking. <laughs> and that probably sounds counterproductive or counter counterintuitive to most people because we live in societies that um, kind of place thinking or intelligence or, you know, cerebral, uh, a cerebral way of looking at life. Um, it puts that on a pedestal. Um, being smart, right? Uh having a high IQ, all of these things are highly regarded as the way to succeed in life, as the way to get ahead, right? And so even as early as like early on in school, we start learning ways of critical thinking, um, of analysis, of, you know, there's all these different terms for looking at things in a way where we're, we're breaking them down and we're thinking them through and we're supposed to be able to come to the best possible conclusion through these methods. And I have gone most of my life um, being very proud of my ability to think, right? Uh, of feeling like I was pretty smart and perceptive. You know, we'll often, we'll often try to figure things out. One of the most fun things that me and some of my siblings would do is try to figure out somebody's story or figure out, you know, a cold case. What, how did this go down? And, um, you know, some people call that logic. I hear a lot of people say these days that common sense, you know, common sense, that's another one. And a lot of people talk about how there, nobody has common sense these days, or that's not even logical, right? And so we we have all of these highly regarded terms for thinking and overthinking things and then overthinking them some more. And we really seem to believe as a society that this is the way to get through life. This is the intelligent way to get through life, right? Um, and I've thought that for most of my life as well, but as, but in the last few years, and as I've lived more and more, I've started to understand that we, uh, can often think ourselves into a corner. Um, many times our thinking is wrong. Our analysis is wrong. And even our common sense is not. I mean, it might be common, but it it's not the truth, right? And so I believe that these labels restrict us and these ideas that this is uh, somehow the most intelligent way to be. Now I'm starting to see how restrictive it actually is, right? Uh, because one thing about critical thinking or logic or common sense is that most often these concepts are predicated on information and information always comes from the past, right? Information is always a product of somebody else's data, something that already happened, something that somebody else figured out or recorded. And so it's always limited to what's already been discovered or figured out by somebody else. And while that can be valuable, and I'm not saying it's not, 
what it leaves out completely is imagination and intuition, right? And people have different perspectives on life. Some people see life as it's reality, right? Everything that what you consider to be reality is what you can see and prove. And I used to think more that way, but I'm truly starting to understand that what is true and what is actually real goes far, far, far beyond what we can see and prove and perceive in our little corners of the world, right? There is so much more, and and even science will tell you this, uh, any study of the universe will tell you, your common sense will tell you, that there is so much out there that we have not discovered, uh, not only about the universe, but about life, about nature, about the way things work, right? And so it's interesting to me that we so highly regard this like informed um, way of thinking that's based only on what's been discovered so far, only what's been proven so far, and all based on the past. We so highly regard that, and yet we disregard possibly the highest form of intelligence that you could access. And some people call that intuition. I call it the God receptor because I do believe that there is an innate part of us, something built into us that, and I, I truly believe that it's actually spirit. I think our spirit is able to connect to God in spirit. And I believe in a way that we are all, I do believe that we're all spiritually connected as one at large anyway, right? Um, but that's another, it's another discussion. Uh, but I, I believe that spirit has the ability to receive and understand things that have no proof in the past, that have not been discovered, that have no scientific evidence. And I believe that our, whether you call it intuition or spirit, um, I believe that our imagination is a creative, is actually a built-in creative tool that doesn't have the same limits as our critical thinking brain, our conscious thought, our analysis brain, right? And so to disregard intuition or spirit and imagination um, to me is one of the most unintelligent things that we can do. And I think one of the reasons that we do that is because we are, we have lived for so long in a society that, um, that only like regards thought, critical thought and proven evidence as important and disregards until they're proven, disregards many ideas. I mean, you see it over and over again, innovators constantly being shut down or disregarded because people just can't conceive of their innovative ideas until finally one day it takes and other people understand it and then it blows up, right? Um, and we see this over and over again throughout history. So it's still bizarre to me to hear people act as if it's not important or relevant or true unless it's been proven. Um, 
But I think another reason is, is that one of the things, especially now with all of the information we have on tap at any moment, everything that we have at our fingertips, we have gotten into a habit of thinking and analyzing and intaking information. And we've gotten out of the habit of being. And the truth about intuition, about spirit, about receiving wisdom from a higher source is that you can't think that into existence. In fact, I'm pretty solid in the belief that our thinking mind is what sabotages our higher understanding. It's what keeps us from knowing and and tapping into and believing in what actually is a higher source of wisdom, and that is God. And so even though we believe in God consciously and technically, what we do is we go and we try to figure it out, right? We try to think it through. We try to understand it according to our our analyzing and critical minds, right? And And what I think that does is I think it leads us to box God in, and it makes God so much smaller than the truth of who our creator really is. And it makes our lives so limited and restricted because we don't allow ourselves to receive those things that go beyond this natural, provable, obvious world, right? And it's it's so strange because in one sense, most people would have to look around and acknowledge that there's so much out there that is not understood or proved. There's so much out there that is still magical and and uh, far beyond our limited understanding, right? And yet on the other hand, we're so quick to think our way out of magic, <laughs> to think our way out of experiencing God and the truth of what God really has for us to experience. And so for me lately, I have consciously been, because I think all the time, like, yes, I'm one of those people that my brain doesn't want to shut off. I want to overthink everybody or everything. I want to analyze everything. I want to make it make sense, right? But I've really started to see the value in in turning that off and understanding that it's so important for me to stop thinking sometimes. I'm not saying always stop thinking, but the more that I shift from thinking into being, into allowing, into allow, in, into just being present and allowing myself to receive from a higher source of wisdom than my own, the more the world opens up, not just the world, but the more, the more expansive everything becomes for me. And I start to see and, I, and experience what it really means to be led by God in a way that is not depressing, but beautiful 
and expansive and abundant, far more abundant than what I can think myself into, far more beautiful and joyful than than what my mind will allow myself to believe or see because my mind is limited by my experiences. My mind is limited by so many things. My beliefs are so limited. When I just go into that, like it, it puts such a cap on what I can experience. But when I open, when I turn off that brain, I stop thinking it all through and thinking that I'm going to figure it out and I'm going to, I'm going to discover the truth. And instead I just allow myself to be, man, it is like almost indescribable because it really is, there is a truth out there that is available for those who seek it, those who ask for it. But you have to be open to it and you can't think it into existence. It is a truth that is available from God only. And God doesn't have to prove God's self. Doesn't have anything to prove. So no, it's not all about what can be proven. But the more that you practice this, right? The more you practice tuning into your spirit, tuning out of your mind, tuning out of all of the all of the beliefs and thought processes that you've been sold that have limited you your entire life. The more you turn tune in to hearing God, to hearing your intuition, you know it's there. Even if you try to deny it, you know it's there. I can guarantee almost every single person listening to this has some experience in their life where they can look back and say, I knew that. I knew I was supposed to do that or I knew I wasn't supposed to do that. Or there was some some supernatural inspiration that showed me that I should not get on that plane or I should do this or I should do that. And you either you either listened to it or you didn't, but you still, you can, you have that experience. I could almost guarantee everybody has. And if you haven't, you're very tuned out of that inner wisdom. I do believe that we can, we can shut that voice down and tune out of it. And I believe that we also have the ability to tune into it where we will hear it more and more and we will start to see when it really is God, when it really is the wisdom, the highest wisdom coming to us versus all these other thoughts and ideas and you know preconceived notions swirling around our head. And the more that you practice, the more you will start to understand and see the difference. And the more you will be able to trust what is true, what is truly God's voice. And, but you have to want that and you have to stop thinking that you are the smartest person alive and that you're going to figure everything out by thinking it through. How do I know this? Because I know this from experience because I have often thought that I was going to figure everything out and that I was so smart. But the most important thing I've done is to let go of that, to truly let go and to open myself up to a wisdom that is much greater than me, that is much higher than me, and then much more powerful in my life than any thoughts that I've ever come up with on my own.
So I just wanted to share that with you. Um, I hope that it's inspiring to somebody because it really is a beautiful thing to be able to hear God. And it's different for each and every one of us. Don't ever let somebody else tell you what that sounds like. But I will tell you that you can start to hear that for yourself. That's it for this episode, my friends. I hope that you are able to tune out of your thoughts and tune in to God because I want that for each and every one of you. And I will see you in the next episode.